Inside was a swath of black cloth, a wrapping for something. Jones placed it onto the couch beside him and began to unroll it. Within lay some metal objects. Sim saw what they were. Scalpels, syringes, clamps and bone saws, all highly polished. Jones looked back up at Sims. Sims found it hard to take his gaze from the medical instruments. Were they what Jones had used on him? I'm sorry, Mr. Sims, but despite your promises to clone, you remain a gene hunter, a remarkably good one, and now we'd like to employ you properly. Sims thought about pinging Ballard, telling the GMAN to speed over with a squad of thugs. Jones could answer all their questions about Boneyard, given the right encouragement. The idea appealed. At a stroke, he'd get both the GMA and 40 days out of his life. Problem was, Jones would block the message, or no one had been sent. Then Sims would be all alone with him and his scalpels, while Ballard lumbered on over. You can't make me work for you by cutting me up again, said Sims. Jones looked surprised. Oh, these aren't for that. I have other means to persuade you. These are in case you refuse, and I need to do any... tidying up. There's nothing you can do to persuade me. I rather hoped you wouldn't want us telling Clone and the delightful Kelly about Sienna. They aren't going to believe a damn thing you say. Perhaps. They can hardly argue with the video of your little escapade. Except I was the only one there. Sims trailed off. The stealth plug-in. Did it exist after all? I see you've worked it out, said Jones. Yes, we've been watching. The experts who scanned your brain in Australia were unfortunately not expert enough. I don't believe you. We never lie, Mr. Sims. Lying is a sin. I have to say, hiding in that sarcophagus, while sacrilegious, was extremely resourceful. Images began to stream into Sims' brain. The church in Siena, just as he'd seen it. Shafts of sunlight, slanting down like the gaze of God. The scene shifting of Sims, in the guise of Philippe Lombardi, began to walk towards the crypt. There could be no doubt. Jones had him. Motherfucker. Fucking motherfucking motherfucker. Sims lowered his blaster. He tried to think of a way out, an angle, but drew a blank. If he wanted Kelly and Eloise, he had no choice. Was that the plan all along? Set him up so they had this hold over him? Christ, he hated that. Why do you even need me? asked Sims. You're capable of just about anything on your own. You have certain abilities. We do not. Contacts. Specialist knowledge. That's crap. You could ream everything from my brain and find the DNA you need yourself. Jones smiled his little, reluctant smile. A fair point, Mr. Sims. Since we are being so honest, the truth is we know we are asking you to commit numerous sins. So it's okay for me to damn my soul to eternal torment, as long as you're in the clear? As things currently stand, you're going to hell anyway, so it makes little difference. And this job is not to track down the DNA of Jesus Christ, is it? Jones' bland demeanor slipped for the briefest moment, a scowl flashing across his features. Sims found he had backed him up against the wall. He readied himself for attack. He had goaded Jones too much. He just couldn't resist, could he? His Kelly fleshbot, slumped in a corner of the room, chose that moment to spark into life. Reacting to the movement in the room, some last burst from its dying batteries. It looked up with dead eyes, scanned the room for Sims, locked onto him, and smiled its too-wide smile.
I want you, Sims. I want you now. Please. I... Then his head fell forwards, all animation gone. A dead thing once more. Jones watched the machine in horrified fascination. He turned back to Sims, anger replaced by something like repulsion. I need you to acquire some DNA, Mr. Sims. What I don't need is a theological lecture you are not qualified to give. He reached out to straighten one of the scalpels a little. Do you agree, or are we back where we started? Sims was in no position to argue. They both knew it. One last job, Jones. After it, I walk away unharmed, and I stay unharmed. You have my word. I speak only for forty days, of course. What the Lord has in mind for you, I do not know. I also want your word you'll never contact me again. Also that no one, Kelly, Clone, the GMA, no one gets to hear about this. They won't hear about it.